Welcome to the Digging Deeper podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com and covering various aspects of the construction industry, including the equipment, people, companies, and associations making it all happen. My name is Becky Schultz, editor of Equipment Today, and in this episode, Peter Halden, CSO and co-founder of a Swedish helmet safety company called MIPS, discusses safety risks not currently addressed by construction hard hats and how technology such as the multi-directional impact protection system can help to mitigate those risks and make workers even safer on job sites. Let's dig in with Peter now. So, Peter, can you start out by talking about some of the concerns that are currently associated with what we call here in the in North America hard hats, but are also referred to as safety helmets um, that that are used on the construction sites? Uh, Can you talk about what some of the the current concerns are and any safety risks that are not being addressed in their current form? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... uh uh, in a sense, uh, construction uh, hard hats are, of course, a little bit different from other types of helmets on the market. If you're listening to ski bike, motorcycle helmets, of course, hard hat is built in a completely different way. Uh, and it's built also, of, of course, for a different purpose. But uh, it, it is, a, anyway, it is a helmet and it should uh, protect for the type of accident that actually can occur on the construction site. And as it is today, the hard hats are tested or certified uh, according to test standards where things are dropped uh, from above. So falling objects from uh, above uh, hitting the helmet. And that is fine if that is uh, the situation on the the construction site that, that is the main reason for different types of injuries to the, the workers. Uh, accident statistics that we have looked into in Europe, we have also tried to find similar data from the US. But in Europe, specifically in Sweden and in Germany, uh, it's data from uh, about 10, more than 10,000 accidents per year resulting in head injuries from construction site accidents. And looking into these uh, large number of accidents causing a hit to the head of the worker, we can see that it is about uh, as many accidents where there are objects falling from above as there are accidents where you fall to the ground, even if you are tripping uh, or slipping on the floor or if you fall from one level to another level. and that is for all accidents. Uh, if we look into more severe injuries, uh, which means uh, injuries and accidents that uh, result in a uh, long period of um, rehabilitation uh, or even that you cannot go back to work, then the fall accidents are the major cause of the uh, injuries. Right, right. So looking at the technology that your company produces, the the MIPS technology, can you talk about that and how it works to help mitigate some of the the risks that you're describing? Yeah, I mean, there are two things here. First, we have this difference of the fall, uh, objects falling 
coming from above, and then we have what we then can call forward accidents um, uh, that the person will fall to the ground. And when you have this fall to the ground, the energies are normally uh, higher than when you get objects falling from above, if it's not a very, very large object. Uh, so that could give uh, first a need for a different way to construct the same scenario. Uh, uh, just taking this, uh, what they call a linear if. Uh, and by a linear if, I mean if where the head uh, or the object will hit the head uh, in a radial force to the head. Uh, the, the other type of impact that can occur is that you hit an object and get some angle impact. And an angle impact could lead to rotation of the head. So it's, it's a difference between a hit where the head will just move in a linear pattern, while if you have a hit where you want to get a rotation of the head and the brain. And the, 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 um, the what is that? Uh, the serious thing about this is that the, uh, the human head and the brain, the brain is much more sensitive to this rotational motion. And uh, you can, for example, concussion is definitely related to this rotational motion. And therefore, we believe that the orchard should test helmets for this rotational impact situation. Uh, it is, of course, difficult to find data, detailed data from construction site accidents. So in that sense, we don't have any proof uh, that the accident will result in a rotation of the head. But what we can see in the accident statistics is that the most common injury to the head and the brain uh, or the head or the severe injuries are injury to the brain, including concussion and more severe brain injuries. Uh, and the brain injuries are definitely related to the rotational part. So, therefore, uh, we are sure that uh, adding test methods and also adding technologies to reduce this rotational energy, otherwise transmitted to the brain, uh, is uh, definitely going to reduce the number of uh, injured people. Can you describe how the, the MIPS, the multi-directional impact protection system, works to help mitigate those types of injuries? Yeah, I mean, if it is that we have this uh, angle impact and uh, uh, what we do uh, in the MIPS technology uh, or a helmet that has, uh, we have different uh, kind of systems but in the construction uh, helmet, we have used a system that is quite similar to what we use in ski five motorcycle helmets. So it is an, an idea where we mimic the safety system that we have in our head and the brain, where the brain can slide against the skull in the cerebrospinal fluid. So the brain can, can move a little bit against the, the skull uh, and sliding a little bit against the, the skull. And that system is copied into the helmet. So we have a sliding layer, a layer with a low coefficient of friction. That means that we decouple the helmet a little bit from the head. <coughs> Sorry. 
And uh, you can say that we uh, mimic also that you fall on ice. If you think that you fall on ice with your head, the head will continue in the direction it was supposed to go, uh, compared to if you fall on asphalt where the helmet will grab into the asphalt and start to rotate. So you can take a, an example, if you have a basketball and you just uh, throw it up and down, the ball will just move up and down, but if you uh, throw the basketball at an angle, the basketball will start spinning after the impact. Because, okay. Yeah, so throwing it at an angle, the basketball will start spinning. If you throw the basketball against ice, it will not spin that much. I so see. what we have, we have done is uh, try to find a low coefficient of friction as you have on ice, also in the helmet. Okay, and so it is an actual physical insert. Is it something that um, is built that needs to be built into the helmet that you're using, or is it something that can be added to existing helmets that are already in use on construction sites? Yeah, we we always build in our system uh, before the helmet goes out uh, on the market. So it is not an add-on that the end consumer can add into the helmet. But it is a, um, uh, we definitely can add it into an existing helmet with some smaller modifications. Okay. Uh, and so we, what we actually do uh, in part, uh, one of the solutions is to add in uh, a plastic layer made of polycarbonate that is treated with uh, a varnish surface that will produce this low coefficient of friction against the rest of the helmet. Okay. So looking at the types of examples, you, you mentioned several different industries that are already using this type of technology. Um, can, have you had any specific examples where it's helped to reduce um, brain injuries uh, on construction sites? We started, the, um, we have been working, uh, I mean, the company started uh, more than 20 years ago. Uh, we have been in the bike, ski, equestrian, motorcycle market for many, many years. Um, and three, four years ago, we started to uh, look into also the construction uh, helmet. And the first uh, question was, can we make a difference also for construction workers? What are the accident types? Um, and can we actually get the MIP system to work in this hard hat design? Uh, now we know that we have that, uh, we have uh, technical solutions, uh, we know that uh, um, there are accidents where uh, we definitely can reuse, reduce the head kinematics, uh, but we haven't got any data yet because we haven't got so many helmets to the market yet. What do you see as some of the biggest challenges for gaining acceptance of the MIPS technology in um, the US and Canada? Is it just a matter of education of the construction work industry to let them know that this is something that is really an issue that needs to be addressed and it's currently not being addressed with the, the hard hat designs that they're using at this point? Yeah, it's definitely about education and it's about uh, to look into 
uh, use scientific data, uh, accident statistics, and uh, use uh, what we know about other helmet segments and how to make them safer, and use this knowledge into also the hard hats. Uh, and hopefully that will uh, also lead to be better test methods and test standards. So exactly. not only, I mean, the uh, MIPS is one example how to do it, but you can of course do it in many other different ways. So the important here is that the helmet manufacturers will get tools to design better helmets. Certainly, I, I, I think that that's going to be kind of a critical component to get um, the manufacturers to recognize that there are other options to um, be able to increase safety on the job site. Is there anything more that you would like to tell me about the MIPS te technology or the opportunities to use it to improve safety on construction sites? Um, I mean, we, we as a company, uh, we put a lot of effort into to this uh, and uh, we uh, would never be in a construction site helmet if we didn't believe that we would make a difference. And we also know, of course, that um, the worker uh, needs a helmet that is comfortable, light, well ventilated, uh, etc. So important also to implement the technology without uh, changing or reducing the other key features of the helmet. Right. If, it, if it's not comfortable, they won't use it. So it's important no. to make sure that it meets their needs as well. Absolutely. Right. Well. Peter, this has been a really intriguing conversation about uh, a safety issue that I don't believe many people realized was as much of a problem as it is. So I, I appreciate you in, uh, sharing this information and enlightening us about uh, a technology that's out there that could help to address it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm uh, happy to talk to you and uh, I hope it uh, can help to spread the information and uh, people. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Peter. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Well, that's it for this edition of Digging Deeper. Thank you to Peter Halden at MIPS for taking the time to talk with us today. Tune in every week for another episode of the Digging Deeper podcast by 4constructionpros.com. You keep listening, we'll keep digging. Until next time.